1: Guess what is happening today? Oh, oh no! What's happening today? Number thirty is hashtag ramping up. You know, every single player on the Warriors this season has hashtag ramped up. Uh, only Steph, only Steph has escaped that, and now and now he's got to go through it. Uh, Wiseman, Clay, Draymond, Andre. Everyone, Sam. Now it's now it's Steph's turn. It's fitting that he's the final piece to the ramp up team. I really, actually, now that you mention it, Jordan Poole's the only one who does not have to ramp up because yeah, he yeah. he never ramped down. He never ramped down. <laughs> never got hurt. He's so, too young. He's too young. He doesn't need to ramp up. Yeah, everyone else just ramp, always ramp. I guess Wigs too. Take to, to it back. Wigs has been pretty durable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Wigs. Wigs plays every game, so uh, it's good news, right? G- good hard news to, that hard to get hurt if you don't, you know, make contact with players. <laughs> anyway, um, just <laughs> kidding, is- guys. Good just is- kidding. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so it's aligning with what we were suspecting, right? Like, Steph should be cleared for the first game of the playoffs. And it sounds like it, without setbacks, he probably won't even have a minute's restriction as we get there. So it sucks. We're not going to get to see him this week. But what matters is he's back for the playoffs, recording this Tuesday afternoon. They still have 11 days until the playoffs begin. Yeah, that play in that play in game week really saved the Warriors this time around. I think what you said is interesting that Steph is going to come back with no minutes restriction. Uh, That would be that would mean he's he's essentially just at full strength, which I believe if he really is coming back at full strength, that. That that is the ultimate silver lining. Cause I always felt the season, Sam, that he played too much. That he he was sitting back to backs, but essentially he was playing almost every single game. Right, outside of that injury. And it was a freak injury, right? So it wasn't really, oh, he played that many games, so he got hurt. No, he just got rolled up on because yeah, I, was, I was gonna s- I was gonna so like, say, right? His injury had nothing to do with tear. nothing Terry, to do with that. Just had to do the dude, dive, dude diving on his foot. Crazy dude. But like I feel like if he hadn't gotten hurt, that he would he would be tired, right? He would just be fatigued. He would have played the whole season. He would have ended up playing 70 plus games, which is a lot for a 34-year-old. So I think. He- this is a good Yeah, thing. I mean, Steph does take care of his body, and Steve has been – the Warriors in general – I, I got to stop saying Steve. Steve's not the doctor. Our this guy, is coming from above right the, show. the head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, They haven't been playing him on back-to-back. Like, he would have mm-hmm. – he'd have been on the same schedule at, like, Draymond and Otto and those yep. guys are on where he's sitting a lot of those games just because they're like, screw it, we want to make sure he's healthy. Yep. Um, So, you know, yeah, you're probably right. He probably would have got to 70 games. Um, and I think I honestly, that would have been okay, but it is what it is at this point. I don't think it really matters. Um, him coming back though. I I think him coming back refreshed. I I always did. It's just, we saw those Spurs teams, right? Duncan, Manu, Tony, those, like those guys were, it's, it's just probably better, right? That those guys played just, you get Steph to play less games. It's better for him. Now the yeah, problem you know, is the, they don't. Yeah. The thing, the thing about the Spurs is they didn't actually play that many less games. They just played them less minutes because of the depth of the team. Some of it too, you know. Like uh, in 2014, Tim Duncan played 74 games. I would have never guessed that. The only reason I know that is because I'm looking it up. <laughs> um, I would have thought he played like 64, but yeah, he played 74. Yeah. But the difference is he played. 29 minutes a game. They step's at what like 33? 30. I think he's he's about at his career norm, right? so yeah, he's yeah, definitely he's not 30, playing less. I think he actually yeah. um I'll pull it up right now, but I'm pretty sure he's above what he normally is because yeah, I mean they're chasing wins 34 uh-huh. and a half this year,
2: uh-huh.
1: most uh-huh. minutes per game of the Steve Kerr era, even more than 15-16. You go. Um yeah, uh, and and Steph's in phenomenal shape. We know how how hard he works at that sort of stuff. Uh, But yeah, I mean, in general, it would have been nice if they could get him more rest throughout the whole thing, but it is what it is at this point. I don't don't even know why we're (laughs) relitigating. No, no. I, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing overall. Like I should, you know, would it be better if Steph had played these last 10 games? Yes, absolutely. But if you're, you're to take the optimist perspective coming into the postseason here with two weeks to go, we're going to talk about the standings in a second. I think this is as good of a news as you can get about Steph. Like, he's going to come in completely, I think, refreshed and healthy, which is, I mean, we haven't seen that, right, in the postseason since 2019. And, and Steph was fantastic in 2019. So um, this is all all good things, I think, for for one number 30. Yeah, let's do a little standings watch. So right yep. now, the, the Warriors are third. Um, three games to go. They are one game up on Dallas. Dallas owns the tiebreaker, so it is a true one-game lead. Because if they end up with a tied record, Mavericks will have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Mavericks played the Detroit Pistons on Wednesday. It's a win. They played the Portland Trailblazers on Friday. It's a win. It's probably a win. They play the San Antonio Spurs on Sunday in what might be a meaningless game because the Lakers might be eliminated from the plan at that point. If it's a meaningless game, I'm going to give it to Dallas. Uh, if it's meaningful, uh, it could be a toss up M- Memphis. You're saying so three and O Memphis week. You're saying Dallas Mavericks. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Still, I don't know why I'm thinking Memphis, but yes, Dallas, Dallas. Okay. Uh, so three and O week, they should go three and O, which means the Warriors have to go three and O if, yeah. if they are, if they really want the three seed, um, they got a chance. I really hope it we're recording this before the games end on Tuesday night. I really hope the Lakers aren't eliminated from the playoffs because I want the Warriors to be the ones who do that on Thursday. Just personally, nothing would make me happier than uh Watching them eliminate the Lakers, not even go to the play-in on Thursday night. I mean, to be fair, a lot of playoff things are make me happier. But yeah, yeah, that is true. That is that is true. By the way, the Lakers, it's just an abject embarrassment. Thirty-one and forty-seven. It's just two games, essentially three, with the tiebreaker behind the Spurs for the tenth seed. How are you in the eleventh seed when, when I mean, even even if AD and LeBron have been hurt some of the season, just the fact it's it's embarrassing. Like we, I I tweeted this earlier today. The Warriors have had Steph out now for for the last quarter of the season. Draymond's been out half the season. Klay Thompson's coming back from two injuries and missed essentially the first half of the season. Our guy, friend of the show, James Wisen, hasn't played this year. And then the rest of the team is a bunch of vet and rookies. And the Warriors have hit 50 wins. You're telling me that a team led by Russell Westbrook, AD, and LeBron can't win 40 games? They're 31! Yeah. I mean, just to put into perspective, Anthony Davis has played 39 games. Obviously that's not right. You know what you want. He's only going to play half the year. He's going to end the season with 41 games. Probably Draymond's played 43. So let's not act like, uh, (laughs) you know, let's not act like they've been snake bit right. Any worse than any other teams, just a terrible roster, no leadership. I think that's really where LeBron AD should be killed. Like, where's the sense of ownership it's just like they're just kind of like well we don't have help you know throw their hands in the air it's just so so corny you know that's 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 all i'll say about that right now um getting back to the standings watch here all right so warriors they probably have to win out to get the three seed and so the real question is does it matter if they're the three or the four? Do you want to be on the Grizzly side of the bracket? Do you want to be on the Sun side of the bracket? Do you want to play the Nuggets in round one or do you want to play the Utah Jazz in round one? Um, it looks like the Jazz are more likely to fall to six. That Technically, Denver is up a half game, so it's yeah. like not that big a difference or anything. But, I mean, we saw Utah over the weekend. You want to talk about a team who hates each other, Utah Jazz. Um, they're playing the Grizzlies tonight. That's probably an L for the uh, the Jazz. Um, and you want to talk about a team that you know they're they're hurt with injuries, but they're fighting the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I don't know if so it feels like the Warriors are gonna to drop to four here. Um, just the, the Lakers and then a back-to-back against the Pelicans and the Spurs. It looks like the Warriors are probably gonna rest guys, maybe the Spurs will too, right? But it just it feels like Sam. I'm just gonna say and maybe going to go the Pelicans two and one. will too, because the Pels. The Pells are locked into the plan. Like there's, yeah. they're yeah. they're not getting up to eight. They're not and getting. They're eight, not right? falling into to ten. They're hosting that first plan game, no matter what. So, so. Uh, you know, we, we again, it feels like to me. I'll say two and one. So if, I feel like they're they're the four seed. Well, if you're the Warriors, I think the question isn't whether it's the Mavs or, the, Nug, or the, the Nuggets. I'm getting these teams mixed up today. It doesn't matter to me whether it's the Nuggets or the Jazz. I feel like they should be able to beat either of them in, in, I would say, six games. We'll do a full preview pod at some point here in the next week. It's whether, like you said, do you want to be on the side of the Suns or do you want to be the side on the Grizzlies? John Morant, Sam, has still yet to – he's not coming back yet, right? Like, he's, like, on that Steph Curry path where it's like – is he going to play the end of the season? Is he going to be back? for? The, we think he's going to be back in the postseason. Most likely he will be, right? He's on the bench. He's jumping around, so he should be back. But he's not. So they're, they've got some questions with that team. Um, and the Phoenix Suns are just, you know, they're the Phoenix Suns. They just win basketball games. But you and I have talked at nauseum. They may not have the upside that a team like the Memphis Grizzlies have. So I think if you're the Warriors, as long as you get first re- uh, home court advantage, you're fine. Um, but if you were to pick one, I'd say – the, the Nuggets seem just like an easier team to play against. Like they game do, against the I, Nuggets I, just seems so I cannot stress. I mean, we saw it Saturday night. <laughs> the Utah Jazz, at this point, I will be surprised if they do not trade Gobert or Mitchell. One of them is not coming back next year. That You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. yeah. They. It's tangible. I mean, we've all seen the clips now on social a bazillion times of Rudy Gobert posting up like clay or GP2 and Donovan Mitchell just not even wanting to pass him the ball. Um, the amount of like pettiness between they just look like a team who literally they're going to get a big lead on the Warriors in a playoff game. They're going to fold. They might fight each other in the locker room, like physically, and then they're going to come out and completely – they look like a team who could easily get swept, not because they're bad, but because they quit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, And, and again, this is the team that beat the Memphis Grizzlies last season in five games in the postseason, right? Like this is a team that's really – like they should be – Missing in, Joe in the com- Inglis. Joe Inglis, the MVP, man. <laughs> He's the glue. He's the glue guy. I, I, like, good this player. is a team that should be in the West Conference Finals. Like, is, is a true contender? And, yes, I, I guess I just, don't, I just don't really discount – I can't discount the amount of talent and the system that they have. Like, they're still a good basketball team. With Denver, I feel like, yeah, in one game, Jokic could be the best player on the court. They could he win a game. He might average 40 for the series. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but across the series, like, I don't see how Denver – like, I, I don't see a path where Denver can beat the Warriors. I just don't see it with the jazz. It's like, yes, I, you know, maybe, maybe they can get, maybe they start liking each other. I know it's not possible at this point. They do hate each other, but maybe they put something together. They win one round, right? Like maybe that's possible. Maybe Steph isn't fully healthy, but with Denver, it's like, dude, they're just not good enough. I mean, Denver reminds me of like the Clippers, but with Jokic where you're just like, okay, you're missing kind of guys who matter, but you really do play hard together, you know? And I guess I I feel actually – I guess I really would rather have Utah. Oh, wow. But um, I don't know if I feel strongly enough to like – to get Utah in, – in my scenario, it, Utah is the six, which means you have to hold on to the three. And if you hold on to the three, that means you're probably going to have to go through Memphis in round two. Yeah. I I'd still think it comes back to who do you want to play first, Memphis or um, – or Phoenix, and I'm not decided on that one. You brought yeah, it neither. up, and um, Sewell brought it up uh, on Sunday. The jaw thing is tricky. They're winning without Jaw, but obviously they're not winning playoff series without John ja Morant, yep. and he's just—that's a lot of time to sit with a knee thing. That's all I'm gonna say. You know? Yep. So. It's, I mean, same with same with Steph. Like, the more I almost think about it, the more I'm like, Memphis—they haven't won anything. They talk a lot, they tweet a lot, they win a lot of games, but... They just haven't they haven't won anything and Jaw's not playing. They're, they need to back treat. they really do need to back it up this year because like right, right. it's cute to be the young team who talks trash, but if you talk trash and yes. you don't back it up, all of a sudden you're the lob city clippers. Yeah. You know? Oh wow. You know, like you're wow. like, like you're like one of those teams. Like the Warriors talk trash, but then the Warriors got to the finals, you know? They backed it up a little bit. Like that's the that's the thing. If you if you're gonna put the bullseye on your back you you better back it up and i i will say this i do think memphis can back it up like they don't they don't strike me as frauds they don't strike me as a soft team i i could see them maybe going cold offensively and losing a playoff series that Mm -hmm. way but i can't Mm -hmm. see i can't see someone you know like punking them for lack of a better term I, i i can but i can see them losing to dallas Right, like I can see them losing to the Mavericks in a second round season, uh, in a second round series, and and I think that's something where it's like, yes, they should beat the Minnesota Timberwolves, right? Or 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 I don't know, the, maybe the Clippers. But like, how funny would it be if the Clippers come back with PG and Kawhi? Right, that's an interesting scenario. Or or, or Kawhi, I should say, PGs already back, so like that would be funny. But um, but like like Lucas, that's an just interesting. Just tell him no one, and he shows up shooting. Him. <laughs> you just see him; he's back. He's, he's shooting on the on the practice yeah. court, right? And so it, leave it up to Kawhi to just come back game one without saying anything. But um, I, I don't. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, yes, the road does go through Memphis and Phoenix, but it feels like Memphis. There's some there's something there where they're there you don't just run through teams, Sam. When when you're a young young team like that, the Warriors went through shit. Right. Every great every team that went on to win the finals, they go through heartbreak. And I feel like with Memphis, they're not just rolling through the West finals and playing the sons of the Warriors. Like, that's just not going to happen. I can see them losing. Yeah, no, we don't we don't know how they're going to respond to being in like a 2-2 series or something like that, you know, like or being down 3-2 or something like that. It's it'll be interesting. So are you saying you'd rather be on Memphis's side of the bracket? I need to think. I need to think. I'm pulling a Samus Fendiari here. I, I, I don't want to hedge. pick. I the hedge. Yeah, I genuinely don't know. The more I think about it, though, the more it does feel like – it feels like playing against Memphis in the second round. It, it is, the Warriors have enough IQ there, and they have enough vet experience to win that series, I think. I think. It comes down to do you want the physical test or the mental test? Phoenix is the smarter team. They're a Chris Paul team. Uh, I think the Warriors match up well with with them, but like, uh, you know, they they play really smart basketball. Right. Um, Memphis is the physical team, you know, so you could convince me you want to def- you want to push off the physical team. So Steph is really like rocking and rolling. Right, right. Yeah. Or you could convince me. The sooner you face them, the less chance Draymond's worn down. The last thing you need is Draymond dead tired dealing with Steven Adams on his back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and Looney, our guy, but the Iron Man. That you know, um, that that's the whole playoffs, though. Like that's the, the this, yeah. this play, You know what I mean? Like he's gonna it's gonna be eight, and then it's gonna be Giannis, right? In the in the finals, if, even if you get there. Whoever it is, Jordan them beat. <laughs> Maybe. The the and everyone, right? pretty much everyone in the East has a big who's at minimum, gonna make you KD, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if it's not a big, it's it's fucking Kevin. Durant, Shout out right? Andre Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, I mean he's playing well, so it's 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 a war regardless. Um, I it just that Memphis team. The more I think, of, like it's just they played in two back to back. Games last season, right? At the end of the season, Steph took over one game and then Jaw took over the second game. It just so turned out that the second game was the one that was the playing game, do or die, right? So that 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 was the one the Warriors lost. But I think in a seven game series, it's different, right? It's it's just it's so different. And the Warriors have been there before. So and in the series against the Mavericks, who would you rather have? Would you rather have John Moran or Luka Doncic? I, I I think that's a tricky series if that if if that's the one that turns out, if that's the second round series. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Um Well, now I'm just hedging. Maybe I want to ask the listeners. Why don't you guys uh, reply to us? Let us know who you would rather play in the second. Which side of the bracket do you want to be on? Which side of the bracket do you want to be on? The Memphis Grizzlies side or the Sun side? Better put, do you think you want to be the three seed or the four seed? Because, look, we're going to find the answer to this on Sunday no matter what.
2: Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and The Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, you won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I got a new topic for you, Andy. Uh oh I think it's, you know what we have not done this year? We haven't gotten into NBA awards. I think part of it is I'm just not, like... It's kind of a boring discussion, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like, yeah. like I don't like I, I just don't see the point of being like, ooh, Jokic is up on Embiid February 3rd in the MVP race. Like, who cares? Right. you know, that right. sort of thing, right? Like, I'm more focused on the play. But now that we're here, I'm curious, especially since like the Warriors have potential candidates in every field. So let's let's just go through it. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm taking these odds from fan duel, they're as of Monday. I don't think the odds have moved since then, but it's as close as I can get. Current MVP odds show Jokic 1, Embiid uh, in, in 2, Giannis 3, Luka, there's kind of a drop, Luka 4, Luka and Booker tied for 4, and Ja at 6th. Um, I guess who's your regular season MVP? I, I go I'll go straight into it. I mean, Jokic is my MVP, but I wish Steph had stayed healthy. If Steph had stayed healthy, I would have gone Steph as MVP. 70 games, the the Warriors would have been the 2 seed at the very least, right, in the West. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the Grizz schedule. It hurts. It hurts. The Warriors if they had Steph, they're not dropping to Orlando, Washington, and no. um Atlanta. No. No, there are. They're tied with the Grizz. We're having the same like Warriors Mavericks conversation, but Warriors Grizz, you know, we're doing that whole thing. And, you know, they they probably win. They're going to win 52, maybe 53 games. If Steph stays healthy, they probably win 58, 57, something like that. And I think that's an MVP, like that's an MVP team. Because you watched, like, the thing is, you watched the Suns, and this is why I, I pick Jokic and not someone like Devin. I know Draymond Green said Devin Booker today, but and these arguments are always. And this is why I don't like it, Sam, because a lot of these arguments are so very hypothetical. And it's like you take Booker off that Suns team, it's like, oh, well, they're still winning, they're still winning 50 games. Like they won't win the 62, but like let's say let's say you take them off that team, like they're still winning. They're a machine, like kind of like you're seeing with Memphis, right? Without Jaw, they're still winning games. We see what they're like with, without Steph Curry. <laughs> like, we see it. And, and that, to me, it's it's, it's kind of the similar thing with Kevin Durant. We saw the Brooklyn Nets without Durant, right? They're a joke. And, and Durant was just out for too long this season for him to get uh, MVP votes. And I think the same with Steph, where it's just like, it sucks that he's been out for the past month because I, my opinion is, if he, if he was playing 70 games a season, they win 58 games, he'd be my MVP. But I go with Jokic. Sam, I go with Jokic. They're fifteen games over five hundred, and his team's terrible. They're probably his gonna win. Terrible. Mean, if they don't win fifty, they're gonna win forty-nine. You know, it's gonna be right <laughs> there. Replacement, replacement players all the way around the board on the Nuggets. Yeah. Oh my god! Shout out, shout out, my guy and uh, friend of the Bay, Aaron Gordon. Though he's a pretty good player. Yeah. Uh, but enough. your point stands. Like he's missing his number two and his number three. There's just no other way around it. So, um, I Crazy. think I agree with you. Steph would have. I'm going Giannis though, because. Um, I I didn't expand out the MVP odds, but after Ja, it goes KD, Tatum, then Steph. So Steph's like ninth or 10th, uh, which, you know, considering he's going to miss a quarter of the season, still pretty impressive. Um, yep. I think Giannis should win MVP uh, when we factor in the reality here. The Bucks are probably going to be the two seed in the East. He's – the only reason Giannis isn't getting more buzz, in my opinion, is he's held to the standards of peak Giannis. In other words, people aren't looking at what he's doing in context of the league. People are looking at what Giannis is doing in context of the fact he scored 50 Giannis. in a finals game. It's like kind of the LeBron thing. It's kind of the Steph thing. It's Steph kind of got criticized this year saying he was declining. And I'm like, bro, he's playing just as well. He's just hit a couple less shots. You know what I mean? Where it's like people people hold him to the standards of unanimous MVP Steph, not, uh, you know, um, Normal MVP stuff. I hear you. Or just like the rest of the league. Like he uh, it, you should be rating him against how Jokic is playing and how Embiid are playing, not how uh, how like his best of best play. I, I would argue the Bucks have struggled all season. Like that would be my argument. It's just now they've had injuries, right? Anytime they've got the big three guys on the floor, they're fantastic. Anytime you get Drew, Chris, and Giannis, it's a title team, right? We've seen it. Sure. Um, and I think Giannis is the best player in the world right now. I, I just I, I firmly believe he's the his, best. Yeah, when he's playing at his A game, it's <laughs> defensively it's, he's right. That's a big one. Yeah, I mean, like defensively, he's better than KD uh, is, is is simply, and that and that's what it is. And again, I have Steph up there too. But I think Giannis. Yeah, I'm with you. He's the best. But I, that team is just they just they're 48 and 30, and that's just a, kind of an ugly record. Uh, like if they have 55 I guess, wins, I guess to I'm your point. You. Yeah, the Nuggets are a whopping 1.5 games worse than them on the record. <laughs> <laughs> and that's without two guys, Giannis. Right. I know the Bucks have had guys in and right. out of the lineup, but it's it, it's not the same as missing right. Murray and Porter all year, right? Um, right. Chris right. and Drew are going to end up playing sixty-seven games, something yeah. like that. You know, sixty-five yeah. games, something in that range. Um, you know, you'd like to get them above seventy, but it's all things considered, it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, you and I don't believe in Embiid, huh? Because we're not talking about him. Harden kind of ruined. I, I would have been a more of an Embiid guy until the Harden trade. They've yeah. kind of gotten worse. Uh, he's on my top five. Same with Luca. Sure, Luca. If the MVP was from January on, I might say Luca. But it took him six to seven weeks to figure it out. Uh, you know, he's got, he's got his James Harden on. With, yeah, with Luka. I mean, that's the, that's the truth, though. I think Luca might win it next year. The year he comes into the season in shape, he'll probably win MVP. You know um yeah yeah i just wanted to be like I, I i i get why people are saying Devin booker but no love yeah no love for deep book um I, i'm with you i the one the, the Embiid stuff is i think that's the biggest one because i feel like people he's not fun to watch um now i know that doesn't matter to the MVP criteria like he's good good is good right great is great but do you enjoy watching MB? Like, that's the big thing for me. It's all, right. all right. I could do without some of the flopping. They've become less enjoyable since they got Harden. That's real, my real take. shocker, right? Real shocker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but before they had Harden, they moved the ball really well. Like, obviously, they didn't have high-end talent. Like, Tyrese Max, he's nice. He looks like he's going to be really good. Seth Curry's nice. Matisse Thibel, like, they had a nice thing going around him. I found the team fun to watch with, like, Embiid as the centerpiece with a bunch of role players who right. played hard. Now with Harden, they're just... It, it's just unwatchable, dude. And I feel like he leans into his worst habits with Harden <laughs> there. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... Harden's like the bad influence friend. Like, he was flopping before, and now he, like, can't stop flopping. He showed up and said, all right, buddy, Joe, I got something for you. Let's turn this shit up a notch. Let's its really lean into the being the villains of foul bait." Yeah, I... Great season, Embiid. Right, I just uh, the other thing I think with with Embiid, I, I always am curious. Is I want to see him win in the postseason too. This is again, this is nothing to do with the MVP, but we we've seen him, we've seen him lose some series where they've been up, and last season losing in a series where you shouldn't have to to Atlanta Hawks. So I think some of that, right, like you said with Giannis, some of that is like uh, you're not a real winner in the postseason. It's kind of hard to to say, hey, MVP, right? So anyway, unless unless you're unanimous. Oh, yeah. Okay. Rookie of the year. Our guy, our guy, big John Kuminga um, not in consideration here. Mm. And to be fair, he's not, he's not getting the minutes and the run that these guys are going. Um, Evan Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, Josh Giddy in that order is what Fan Duels is saying. What do you think? I think the best player is Cade Cunningham. <laughs> That's my guy. He's uh, been but he, awesome. Yeah. Rec- like second yeah. half of the season. Yep, he's got his uh, – not like he came in out of shape, so he's not doing the Luka. I think he, was he was injured. Hit he was missed camp. Shit team. Yeah, hit, yeah all that stuff. Um, so I, I think Kate's the best player, but he's obviously not rookie of the year because of that. Evan Mobley, right? He's going to miss the last couple games here. But I, I would go Evan Mobley. Like, if the Cavs hadn't just gotten 50 freaking injuries in a row, to him included, and now Jared Allen, who knows when he's coming back, right, and a, and a bunch of role players on that team, like, that team would have been – Right now, the 43 wins, like, they should probably have been around 46, 47, 48. They might have been a top three, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think for him as a big man center, that's probably the hardest. We've seen Big Jim struggle in that role, right? Like, that's a really hard role to be in. He's so so polished. I And by the way, offensively especially. Scotty Barnes plays the same role. Scotty Barnes is huge, dude. I saw him at Summer League, and I'm like, this dude might be 6'10". Like he's definitely taller than Kuminga and he's kind of um, he's what people wish Ben Simmons was often, you know, like kind of like that. Like he's a really good ball handler, really good defender. Um, But yeah, I'd go with you, Evan Moat. This is a special draft class because I'm going to ask you a question. If Kuminga played 30 minutes a game, do you think he would break into the top three here for rookie of the year? No, I think Kuminga would have been like that Jalen Green. I can, I think he would have been like. J, he would have had Jalen Green's rookie, little less efficient season. because yep. he would have been asked to do more. I yep. agree with you, and I think all that tells me is this is a damn good draft yep. because the year prior, Kuminga could make a case that he's like right behind Anthony Day or Anthony Edwards in terms of um, you know just like athletic freak score off yep. the wing. Okay. Um, and he, you know, in that draft, you'd be like, yeah, he's got to go top three. He's he's an all he's a future all star if if he continues developing correctly. Uh, and then in this draft, I, you know, you can love him as much as you want, and, and we do. And I think he's going to be amazing. But I can't, I can't in good faith say I would. You know, if he got thirty minutes a game, I think right. he'd be better than Scotty. Cade or no. Mobley at this no. point. Maybe Josh Giddy, maybe. Ma- maybe. But like uh, the thing I with him, it's like, you know, if he, he's playing on a team that's given, like let's say he's on the magic and front, Let's say they didn't take Franz, right? Like mm-hmm. end up taking Kaminga. Like he'd be awful for the first few months. Like, like Jalen Green was just trying to figure out how to play in the NBA. A lot of, a lot of six for 18s. Yeah. Then he figured out a lot right? of tour dates, right? <laughs> Looking like Steph during the slump. Then you figure it out. I think like Jalen Green has, right? Or at least it looks yeah, like yeah. he's figured it out. So I think that's what Kaminga would have been um that first season and then you know rookie rookie year you know and by the way Jalen Green has been really good recently and yeah you're right it's like a shocker just I'm kind of clicked he's Ooh. I mean he's Ooh. Ooh. I just feel like he's gonna be like a Zach Levine like he's better than Levine was at his age you know Ooh. but you're just like there's that it's a good player anyway you know maybe they should have took Mobley but um maybe, still maybe, still, maybe. still still a damn good player All I can say about the rookies is I feel like there's eight guys I think will be all stars in this class, and that's absurd. So.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Most improved. I feel like this one is the one that's going to get Warriors fans going. Um, Current leader in the clubhouse is Ja. Garland is right there with him. DeJounte Murray, Miles Bridges, Desmond Bain, and Jordan Poole in that order. I always feel like this is the weirdest award because like what is the criteria here you know like (laughs) I know what what the MVP is I know what the defensive player of the year is but like most improved based on you know like is Jordan Poole taking the jump from where he was to where he is now more impressive than the jump Garland took like they're two different things you know. There is no criteria, Sam. You just make it up. It's whatever you want it to be. Uh, I go with, uh, I'm going with Darius Garland. I think Jaw is the favorite, but I'm just, I'm a Camus fan. Ever since LeBron left, I, I go with Darius Garland because you watch that team and he averaged, like there are games where he averages, or where he has like 15 assists because the ball is in his hands all game long. And without him, that team, I mean, we're talking about that team going through injuries. The only guy that they haven't lost is Garland. And without him, they would be, Model team, right? Maybe, maybe 20 some wins. Like he is the engine um of that team on the ball, shooting everything. So I, I go with Darius Garland over over your Jaws and DeJounte and those guys. My uh my He's hottest Darius Garland take is I would prefer him than Trey Young on my team. I it's a very be. uh it's a Steph C P versus uh Harden Russ type of take, if that makes sense mm. to you. To a guy who's about winning versus a guy who's about making sure he gets yep. his numbers first. Yep. Yep. Um, I I went with Garland, too, and I hate the fact that you picked him because I was open. <laughs> um, to me, it's uh, – he went from being a good starter to being a legitimate all-star and the yep. best player on a playoff team. I feel like that – Jaw was already an all-star. He took another step, but he was already an all-star to me. You know? Um, and Desmond Bain – really good story. You know, DeJounte Murray also went from kind of being really interesting to being like a really good player this year. But I feel like Garland had the biggest tangible step. Yeah. Uh, Even if uh, like Jordan Poole, uh, we talk about the warrior side of this. He's didn't play enough. I mean, he's been great the last month plus. Right. But he wasn't he he was great to start the season, but he had lulls and then he just didn't play enough. Like, I, I think that that's I think enough to kind of push him out of the running, even in the top three for most improved. I also think Jordan Poole may have had a better case for it last year, as funny as that sounds. He was awful Um, year one. Because his first year was terrible. And by the end of year two, he was maybe the second most – or sorry, third most important player after Stefan Draymond. Like he was very good for the Warriors in the home stretch last year. And to his credit, he built upon it. He's been, phen- and by the way, dude, he's gonna probably get a max contract the way he's playing. Like, he I, also is the third most important player on this team. Again, he is, now, he is. So, he's that good. Up. I have nothing negative to say about him. I just feel like the whole body of work, um, Garland's had to be the man all year, and Jordan, um, it, th- not even his, in some ways, it's kind of a criticism of Steve, like co- some of the. Ooh. benching Jordan pool for no apparent reason in the beginning part of the season, um, has to be factored into this. It's not Jordan's fault, but it's like, you know, he was not closing a lot of games for whatever reason. Right. In the beginning part. Right. I am with you. I'm with you. And uh, now we're seeing it a little bit with some of the other two rookies, right. That the warriors have with Kaminga and Moody who are just, uh, hilariously out of the rotation. So I, we've seen it with Jordan pool last season where the same thing, right. Where he was just out of the rotation, right. We see guys playing over him, but, uh, but the crazy part is after all of this, with three games left in the regular season, uh, Jordan Poole is the three A, three B most important player on this team, along with Klay Thompson, right? So I just they need him. If they're gonna win a championship, they can't just say, you said this from the beginning of the season, they can't just say we're gonna roll the core three out there, we'll win a title. They technically could, they could, but they're gonna need Jordan Poole to 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 give them that extra just extra shot creation uh, is really what it comes extra down to. Swag. I, yeah, I, I mean I, I've watched Clay dribble. I prefer not to. Um, I, I don't think we're seeing him dribble anymore once Steph comes back. You know, you would think, you would think when, when Steph and. Yeah, but like, Poole like part of floor. that's pool. You got Steph, you got pool, you got Draymond. Yeah. Uh, Clay should be just feasting off of the uh, shots they create, not yeah. not like trying to find his own shot off the bounce. Um, I want max to bring. Max contract, up, by the way. Before we do that, Max contract, you said. Very interesting. Very interesting. I think someone's going to max him at this rate. Wow. Pool's last 17 games, he scored 20 in every one of them, 17 games, 26.4 points, 5.1 assists, 50% from the field, 45% from three. I mean, that's some Steph Curry flamethrower yeah, yeah, stuff going on right now. Um, and honestly, if he had a chance to do it in a larger role for the entire season, I'd say he is the most improved player. I, yeah. I really, j- he, like, like, look, he's not going to shoot 45% from three for a full season. Cause if he does, then he is Steph Curry. I mean, he might be sure. better than Steph Curry, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> right. but, but like the point stands, he's, right. he hasn't, the difference between him and Garland for me is Garland has been doing this since the first game of the season. And for whatever reason, the Warriors have yo-yoed Pool And it, it, now we're it, dealing with, now we're dealing with Poole looking amazing down the stretch. And the other thing too is, 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 Paul, even if he's going to become that player, he's always going to share ball handling responsibilities with Steph and even Draymond. Like, there is going to be no Jordan Paul come up, pick and roll, you know, kind of dissect the defense. Let me do what I want average eight assists a game. Like, that's not, that's never going to be Jordan Paul. <laughs> not as when he's Steve's the, the coach. Yeah, not when Steve's the coach. But also, I mean, that's just, it's Steph, right? Steph's on the team. Like, that's just, that's not how it's going to work with those guys. And especially with Draymond, right? Like, Draymond's always going to want to do his little traffic cop stuff, right? So, I, I just that that's always kind of quote unquote hinder him a little bit, but I mean, it's always going to help that he's playing next to Steph and Draymond and, and and Clay and those guys. So I just yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, well, I guess it's too, it's not going to happen next season, but um, the last 20 games, Jordan Poole, max contract. You heard it here first. <laughs> he another team will give him a max and then they will have to match it. I don't know. Like, we'll Vivek, Vivek is coming in hot. Tyler Hero is probably gonna get a max. Tyler Hero gets a max. Jordan Poole gets a max. Yeah. Everyone's getting maxes. Yeah. Definitely, I saw I except saw for, except for our guy Looney. No one's yeah. maxing Looney. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins gets a max. Uh, somebody somebody threw out the comparison numbers for Jamal Murray and Jordan Poole when they were both at at this age 22. They look strikingly similar. It's not a bad comp. It's not a bad comp. Jamal Jamal having done it in the playoffs like makes me think of something but it's not a bad comp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Same. neither of them are like pure point guards either, you know? Like uh, they're best when playing with someone else who's creating too. So I like it. I like that comp. Yeah, you go. Wow. That's an incredible player. Yeah. Okay. Defensive player of the year. I feel, this was Draymond's until he got hurt. Um, Vegas has uh, Marcus Smart as the leader in the clubhouse, followed by Bam, Mikkel Bridges, Rudy, Giannis, Jaron Jackson. That's a tough one. It's, it's a tough one. I feel so bad for Draymond. I, yeah. Uh, he wanted it. It would have helped in the contract negotiations, right? That he's going to do. I wanted to go Jaron Jackson. Uh, he leads the league in blocks and uh, kind of turned around Memphis not, into a juggernaut, right? And he's kind of the ability for him to play small ball and also play next to Steven Adams. Pretty cool. So I kind of wanted to pick Jaron, but he also like doesn't play enough gets into a lot of foul trouble. Yeah. Uh, so like, that's the only one. Um, Bam's right up there for me. I, I just, I kind of don't want to go. Sam, I just don't know. Thought about this. I just don't know. So I'm going to defer to you and listen to what you have to say and then pick one. First off, I am automatically DQ and Marcus smart. I'm not giving defensive wow. player of the year to a dude who injured Steph Curry on a reckless what? play. Not happening. Just not happening. Great take now. My actual defensive player is Mikel Bridges, and the reason I like him more than Marcus Smart on this one is I think he plays with the worst defenders, and Phoenix is a top three defense. I think Chris Paul's been in and out of the lineup. Devin Booker's been in and out of the lineup, and he's not a defensive player anyway. Aiton, you watch the Phoenix Suns, Aiton is definitely not an everyday energy type of guy. Some games he does, some games he doesn't. Jay Crowder's whatever. Um, Cam Johnson, not a big defender. I think they ask Mikael Bridges to put out a lot of fires defensively and he does it. He's probably the best wing defender in the league this year. Like health wise, he's the best, um, Boston Marcus smart actually is excellent, but so is Jason Tatum. So is Jalen Brown, Robert Williams. So is Robert Williams, obviously getting Derek white helps too, but you know, that just came, um, I don't awesome. think he has as much responsibility defensively. Uh, and, and you know, I would have given it to Draymond if he played 60 games, but he didn't, you know. Uh Bam also has missed 25 plus games. I, I have to factor that in. Bam would have been, I might have given it to Bam for the same reason I give it to Draymond, but like at a certain point, you missed too much time for me. Yep. Yep. So that's no, no. my case. You know, I don't usually like to give it to a wing, but whatever. Who'd he go bear? there. Your guy, friend of the show, friend <laughs> of the show. Uh, I'm following you. I'll go, Mikel. I, I I didn't have a strong take on this one. I I just I really wanted to go J Triple J because that's my guy. But uh, I you know I'll go Mikel. I do agree with you. Triple J plays like a depoy. like he definitely does. But the combo of uh, missed time and yeah, it's there. I would not be surprised if you want it in the next two to three years. Uh-uh. He might also be the key to them winning a championship. know Yeah, because him outplaying Draymond at the five, at least defense. Like he, he can change game small ball five. Jaren Jackson. Now he's gonna foul he's out not a lot. He's young, but right? Yeah. Right. Like quote unquote. Right. Because he's not. He's also not posting up. Right. He shoots a lot of threes. A very yeah. weird shooting style. Right. I mean, it's he it's, it's why bit, he's kind of useful because, like on offense, he can just space. And so that lets you play a Steven Adams if you want to go like big bully ball yep. or you can put him at the five and be yep. super fast and spaced out. And yep. then Jaw has an open lane, you know, like he's, he's and that's just he's the a good shooter. Side. Yeah, he's not a, like he's not like a 32 percent. And I think that's the he's technically 32 percent this year, but um, <laughs> but I, he is a better shooter than that. I um, know. I don't know why he's shooting so poorly. Wow, so. I don't, I didn't know that. So I, I should know, I should know better, Sam. But I think that's the comp for for Wiseman. Previ- like previously, thirty eight percent. So I just think he's, I just think a lot of people have. You know brought- why he's shooting a lot more? That's probably why he's just shooting a lot more threes. Um, I he's the guy that I would say, not a, like the Warriors. They they've brought up Aiden for for Big Jim comps. and to me, it's always like. Aiden's just not as impactful as someone like Jaron Jackson Jr. could be. Like Jaron Jackson Jr. could be a pillar for a championship-winning team. I don't see that for, for Aiden. And again, you know, we'll see well, if what if you get, get to um, one. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but it's right. Jaron, because uh, J- Jaron has versatility to make your stars better. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Um and he can legitimately switch one through five. There's not a lot of bigs who can switch on to Steph, and he's on the short list of guys who can. Switch onto him and do as good a job as you can hope. So, um, I, I'm with you. I think he's. I think he's the underrated reason why they are so good without Jaw because they're still good defensively and you know they, they get the job done that way. So, can he switch onto Steph and Po at the same time though? <laughs> In a yeah, second round series, we'll that's see. true. Can we'll you see. All, how many places at once can he be? <laughs> we we've seen peak Draymond be on three places at once. <laughs> we will see. Uh, We'll end it there. I uh, appreciate all of you. We'll be back after the Lakers game, probably on Spotify Green Room.